Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. So we continue, Be'ez Hashem. <clears throat> One final thought here from Masilas Yisharim on the idea of Hasidus, here in Mishkalach Hasidus, and really expanding his topic to a little bit other ideas as well. Here in Perakhov Aleph. Ach mi Hasidus, as he has done in many prok, in many of the Midas, he deals with what are the things that deter a person from acquiring the Midah, Zahiris, Zrizus, etc. And here, Chasidus as well. What is it? It's Tirdus and Daigus. Things that bother him, things that he becomes preoccupied, and things that make him worry. And we'll see this is not only in a Gashmiya sense, but even in a Ruchniya sense, even in things that pertain to his well-being. When the mind is preoccupied, or grabbed with worry, and all of the things that a person has to be involved in, and he's not calm about it, and he can't put that out of his mind, this idea of analyzing, this using time to contemplate about the greatness of Hashem, about the loneliness of a person, about all the chasad Makarish Baruch who does, as we have learned early in this parak. That is impossible for a person whose mind is wandering about all sorts of things that he's worried about. Without taking the time to think about these things properly, a person will never attain this level of chasidus. Even if a person who has attained such a level, these preoccupations that are bothering him, that are nagging his mind, it will get him movable, it will get him confused, and it will get him not to think clearly. It will not allow a person to strengthen himself continuously. What is needed in Chasidus in areas of Yira and Ava, as we explained, what is Chasidus? It goes in areas of Yira, areas of Ava, and we delineated many branches over there. If you remember from Perikutes, Perikhof, and Uvesharin Yonam Hashaykh Amal Chasidus Kasher Zocharti, as we mentioned, Al Kain Omru Chazal. Therefore, we find Chazal tell us, Ein Ashkina Shaira Loimi Teich Atzlus Loimi Teich Atzlus. The Shchina, which is obviously said about a person who has reached a level of Chasidus, and in general, that the Shchina cannot be present unless a person is in the right state of mind. And that state of mind could only be if he has freed himself from all of these tirdas and daigas, these worries and these preoccupations in his mind. The shkini can't be there, not if he's atzvos, not if he's depressed or sad, not from laziness, not from frivolous laughter or lightheadedness. Only a person who's focused totally on the joy of doing a mitzvah. Now, this is even if the tirdas that he's worried about have what to do with nothing gashmius, not trying to seek materialism, not trying to seek uh, indulgence in pleasures. all the more so says, if a person is preoccupied with that and his mind is wandering about expectations or temptations that he's looking for, they are the antithesis of what Hasidus is all about. Certainly he won't be able to get to that level. They seduce the heart to be drawn after them. Certainly that 
gets away from precious, which is the beginning of Chasidus and the Yedi Amitis, the real knowledge of getting to this point. And he would find a fascinating idea that Rav Don Segel brings that we always think that Tirdas, Daigas, worry and being involved in things and just the day-to-day grind of life. That's what life is all about. And then we have areas where the Yitzhahara tries to get us to do an Aveir. And here Rav Don Segel Slita pointed out here we see that these are things that a person could do without. These are things that are being pushed upon him by the Yitzhahara. Because otherwise, if this is just a fact of life, why can a person attain the level of Hasidus even being Torud, being Bedaiga? It must be that these things are things that the Yitzhahara is pushing on a person. And a person can really lead a worry-free life. The real Chassid is someone who he has blocked out worries from his mind. He has blocked out tirdus, which means a person can be involved in things, whether it's learning, whether it's working, whether it's being involved with his family. And things go on. Not everybody's healthy all the time. There's worry about Parnosa, but it doesn't bog him down. It doesn't enter his mind to worry about it. It doesn't make his mind all movulvul that every time he damaged monastery, this thought pops into his head or another thought. He's not preoccupied with that. It doesn't make him not be free of those thoughts and those worries. And that's a person who is only involved in Simcha Shal Mitzvah. He doesn't have Atzvus, he doesn't have Atzlus. None of that enters his mind. And we see it's the Yitzhahara that really tries to get us to be bogged down with these ideas. We move on. What could help in trying to free a person up from all of these preoccupations that bog him down, from all of these worries, is indeed who habitachin. That is trust in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. V'hu she yashlech Yehovah. He should throw his pekel, throw his baggage, throw his problems. Al Hashem legamri, completely throw it on Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Any problems that I have, Hashem is going to take care of it. Because truth be told, Hashem takes care of everything anyway. And it's just the person is worried because he thinks he's in control. As soon as we say I am not in control, anything that happens is only from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Every moment and every person of every day and every second. And therefore, I just throw it on a Kodesh Baruch Hu because it's not my problem. A Kodesh Baruch Hu takes care of everything. Because the person has to know. Whatever is destined for the person, whatever has been considered, was already stipulated for him, he will not lose out. Like the Gemara tells us, all of the Parnasa, all of his food, all of his needs are going to be set up for him. Every Rosh Hashanah it's set for the coming year. How much a person is going to intake, how much a person is going to have as an income or what he's going to need. So why worry about it? Why are we worried about, oy vey, am I going to make Parnasa this year? It's been determined already in Shamayim from Rosh Hashanah till the next Yom Kippur. He's worried about maybe this person will get something, maybe the other person will get something, maybe it won't come to me, maybe I won't get that job, maybe I won't get that stellar, maybe I won't be able to get... What are we worried about? A person doesn't even encroach even a hair's breadth of what's destined for somebody else. And the same with myself. Whatever is coming to me, no one else can encroach on that territory either. It's not going to happen. Kodesh Baruch has exactly planned out what person is supposed to get what thing, exactly when, and it won't change. That's the way it is. Really, a person could just sit 
idly, not do anything in terms of Parnosa here, and the decree of how much is supposed to come into this person's bank account, how much he's supposed to earn, will happen. It will be Mekayim. If not for the fact that there was a knas given from ready, that every person has to work and put in Ishtadlos, put in an effort for Parnosa. Without that, without that knas, the Parnosa is coming anyway. But Vomer, it says, by the sweat of your brow, you will have to eat your bread. In other words, you have to do this because it's a knas. It's a penalty that every person has to go through. Every person must put in some effort, some exertion into Lutzerach Parnasoseh. That is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has decreed. It's like a tax. That every human being has to pay. That nobody escapes. Everybody has to pay this tax of putting in an effort for Parnosa. That's called Hishtadlus. Therefore, the Pasuk says, based on this Pasuk in, in Re'ei, the Gemara says, Yochol, uh, the Yochol, you may think, well, a person could even sit idly and not put an effort to work. In all of the efforts that you put in to do, that you do. See, you see, you must do. But it's not the effort that produces the results. That's not what helps. It doesn't matter how much Ishtadlus is done. The effort is forced upon us. The effort is a must because of the knas. It's a tax. We must pay it. But how much? No one ever said how much one has to do. Once a person puts in an effort, he has fulfilled his obligation of Ishtadlus, that knas, that penalty that was given to Adam Rishon and to all mankind. Once he's fulfilled his Ishtadlus, whose bracha could come now on the effort, even the small effort that he has put in. He doesn't have to waste his days with all sorts of plans that he has or efforts that he puts in. And this is what It's not from the east or the west, meaning not from sunrise or sunset. No matter what the person, when he gets up early, he stays up late, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he goes out to the far for places to earn money. That's not what's going to uplift him and give him Parnosah. And you see it happen. One person puts in very little effort and he becomes very wealthy. Another person tries so, so hard, so many hours, and yet he comes up short of his expectations and his dreams. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the judge and he decides, and there's a from from Hashanah, he decides this one will be low, don't exert yourself to try to become rich. From thinking into different ways, stop. It's not, it doesn't depend on that. It looks like that in the world, but that's not the truth. It doesn't matter how much per- person puts in, how much effort. It doesn't matter how many plans a person makes, how many connections he has. Kodesh Baruch who decides how much parnasa a person will have. The real way to do it is the way the early Hasidim did it. Their Torah was the mainstay of their day. They did work, but that was tough. That was secondary. That was to fulfill a knas, 
a mass attacks that they had to fulfill. And Vizev Vizain Sky and the other Gemara says they were able to accomplish both because they didn't have that worry about the Parnosa. They put in the requisite effort, the minimum effort they felt that was required for each one of them. It was Tafel and the Torah was Zikr. And therefore both the Torah and the Parnosa were able to be Mekayim. Kikivan Shasik, as other Sas Malach, once a person has done a little work, after that, at that point, he has to trust in a Kodesh Baruch Hu that it all comes from Hashem anyway. Just told us it's not the effort that produces results; it's the Xeramin Hashemayim. And therefore, Mishamvala, once a person has done his Ishtadlus, he has to put his trust in his Creator. And not to worry about anything else that happens in the world. To get back to his point, if a person has this attitude, how healthy it is, then he'll be free of all of these worries. Then he'll have the right feeling, the right emotional state of being to have chasidus amiti v'la'avoida tamima that a person wants to get. Chasidus and avoida tamima. That's tahara and chasidus all in one. This ends Perech There's obviously a lot more that has to and can be spoken about in these ideas right here. But for this short amount of time that we're allowed, we'll hold it over here, ending Perech Aleph. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.